You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. Yeah, you know, and I'm Deacon Paul Trinan, and we're here at the Abbey of the Hills, and it's so exciting. We've had just two great guests. One, uh, a young man who's just returning from deployment um, for the Ohio National Guard, a Catholic man who happens to be your brother Connor, and just gave an eloquent, eloquent description of what's going on down along the border and how it is to maintain and build on your Catholic faith while you're serving in the military. Then we shifted gears and went with Steve, who's a, a volunteer down at the... The, the banquet. banquet, the banquet Sioux in Sioux Falls. Falls. It's a, a soup kitchen, and and how the the need is is real, and and uh, he kind of navigated us through how to become a volunteer and what that involves, and some of the the beautiful Christ like experiences that are occurring there. And now we get to pull back and go into a, the direction a little bit more of um of the military, and and I'm delighted to introduce the guests that we have today, who are my personal friends. And um, actually, parishioners that I get to serve as well from Rosen, Minnesota, a small town, just outside of another small town called Ortonville. But this is this is Roger and Mary Carls, and Roger and Mary, welcome to the to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So Roger and Mary are, are farmers. Um, a lot of farmers listen to Real Presence Radio, um, and uh, while I've known them for quite a while. I was in, I was actually um, uh, introduced to them in a deeper way, in the sense that um, found out Roger was served in the military during the Vietnam War, mm-hmm. and um, Mary and Roger were married at that time. No, we're no, not. After. We're not. I'm, I'm getting that mixed up. But since that time, Roger and Mary and I have been involved in a retreat program here at the Abbey of the Hills called the Veterans Hope and Healing Peace Retreat for veterans and for their loved ones. So explain a little bit. Look, before we even jump into that, just give a quick review of your um, service and, and when you were in the service and, and um, how, that, how that played out, Roger. I was drafted in 1967. Um, spent my... Basic training in Fort Lewis, Washington. That was the first time I actually was away from home. Wow. Was a wide awakening. <laughs> you were basically in prison. But that's where I learned what I could do and couldn't do. Uh, I'm not a book smart person, but I came out of basic training as one of the five top in my class. Wow. Went to Fort Knox, Kentucky for mechanized infantry and got second from the top of my class. Came home for two weeks, right over Christmas, and went to Vietnam all in 1968. In 68? Yes. So, when you went to Vietnam then, you went with the rest of your group? No, it was one local person that I spent high school with, uh, basic in AIT. Otherwise, everybody else was a new face. Was new face to you? Yes. And how many years did, or how many months were you um, on ground over there? Twelve months. Twelve months. 
And that that was active fighting duty. It wasn't. I was. I was. I was in it. You were in it. Uh, the Tet Offense of '68 was the big time of the Vietnam War, and that was February 1st. That was my first major battle. And so, we're not going to jump too deep into the the weeds with this, but you saw some stuff, right? I mean, you just saw some stuff that doesn't that doesn't leave a, a man or a woman who's experiencing that when you get on the plane and you fly back home. No, it comes with you. Oh. It comes with you if you hear people saying, "Are you?" You were in the military. When were you there? A lot of times you hear, last night. Yeah, it, it's last night. It doesn't seem like last night. It's still last night. Yes. I was part of a group that talked about the Eucharist last week. And when we celebrate Mass, the sacrifice of the Eucharist is made present. We don't re just remember that that happened, it's made present again. And I think about that when you describe that, Roger, that it's, that my experience was last night. And so there's a lot of hardship that our veterans still carry around. And Roger and Mary were part of this small little group. We actually met in this, in this particular conference room of the Abbey and we'd have lunches and saying, ah, what can we do about this? And I remember praying with you guys. And what became of that was a, a retreat experience, right? And the first time we had that retreat was about when? Do you guys recall the date? It was February of uh, 2019, just before COVID. Yeah. Got really bad. Of 2020, I think it was. Or 20. Yeah, when COVID came out. So it was a couple of weeks later that it hit us, maybe within a month or so. Right, right. And that, of course, shut it down. But then, and and it spoke to a lot of the participants. It was just beautiful. It was almost like Steve was talking about helping the working poor and how they give back so much to us. Well, we're helping veterans. And it's veterans helping veterans. Most of the retreat is put on by veterans. Would that be accurate? Yes, yes. And their sharing of their things they've experienced and things they've held in for many, many years. And letting that out and the healing that comes from that. How does that, how does that experience affect you, Roger, in your day-to-day, or especially, and, and I hope you don't mind if I'm sharing this, but on those certain anniversaries of, of some of the things that occurred, it's pretty darn hard. It's very hard. Uh, the, the Abbey, it, it just gives you a sense of peace, and when, when people were there to help you, to listen to you, it, it definitely helped. It, it just brings healing. And it wasn't this situation where, oh, we have all this stuff and forcing you to get up and talk in front of a group. And It was more where you'd have a speaker 
kind of like if anybody's ever experienced a tech or koinonia or a wreck, a resonance encounter Christ, I'm what based off of that model. And so you'd have somebody, you'd sit at a table. We're at, we actually, right now in this little semi-studio of ours here, we've got five people. And that's not unlike what the retreat is like. And so mm-hmm. somebody might give, get up and give a talk about how Scripture's made a big deal in their life and whatnot. And all it is is an is a, is a opening towards sharing at your table. And some of the stuff has just been inside too long. Wouldn't, would that be accurate, Mary? Yes, yes. I learned a lot. Of things I didn't know. I mean, we're, we've been married for 50 years, and there's things that I learned out of this retreat. Mm-hmm. And I guess I should say that he did go for some um, therapy at the VA prior to that, which that was the eye-opening thing. But yeah. But after this, where you could share with other veterans... And their loved ones. Um, the family has to learn how to read and and deal with with what they've experienced as well, and how hard it has been. Yeah, it's not an overnight thing. It's no, not a half no, hour orientation. Not. No. And I'd be quickly quick to say that not only did you guys receive from the retreat this piece that passes understanding but you provided to the other veterans during the retreat speak to that a little bit i don't know if that surprised you it always surprises me when i go on a retreat to think wow i i I, god gave me the gift of speaking to that person something that i would have never done otherwise yeah you find out you it was easy to talk You were sharing your problems and finding out their problems are basically the same, Mm. which makes you feel that you're not all alone. There's help out there. Just come and accept it and share it. Yeah. And I have to share a quick story about a man who was on the first one. And we called it the Veterans Hope and Healing Retreat. And we were planning to do the second one. I'm talking about David now. And David said, you know, we need to rename this, this retreat. We need to rename it. He goes, because I, more than hope and healing, I place a greater value above healing on peace. Hmm. The, the peace that I receive, the peace that God, Christ will give us, because it's a Christ-centered retreat, that's availed to those that attend is better than healing even. And in some, a lot of these guys are bringing post-traumatic stress yeah. issues that I, I don't understand because I haven't been through that. But being present to them, just like Steve has been present to those that are, that are hungry, and just like your brother Connor is present to those that are away from loved ones and probably quite fearful Mm -hmm. down on the border. These guys are present to one another as as family of veterans and as veterans themselves. Roger, you had your sister and your brother-in-law as part of the the retreat as well, I remember. Yes, my my baby sister, she uh, 
belongs to organization Quilts of Valor. And her goal in life is to present a quilt of valor to a veteran. Mm. And we found out by receiving that, people just find healing in that quilt. Just I, I received the quilt from her as well as six of my Vietnam year-long buddies. Uh, mine hangs on the wall beside the TV, and I look at that as much as the TV. I've never wrapped myself in it. It's, it's too nice a quilt to do that to me. <laughs> but to sit and look at it and just think of my sister, the work she goes through doing this, um, it's pretty much out of her own pocket that she she uh, buys the material and puts it all together, and, and she's so proud of herself to present these quilts. That's a portion of the retreat. It's towards the end of the first day. Um, but, Mary, I want you to describe that, too, because they call these, or maybe it was actually the second day. I, I can't remember. I think it was the second day. But they call these men and women forward. Describe how that process goes when when Sharon will... Um, We'll, we'll present them and wrap them. Well, each one is presented a certificate uh, from the Quilts of Valor Foundation, and read. they read that um, to the person. When we did a whole bunch like that, I don't know if they read each time, but they read what it said on there. Um, and then they wrap the quilt around the person, and um, That's it's awesome. been said that um, some that are experiencing severe PTSD that they haven't been able to sleep, and once they mm. have that quilt, they have much comfort and and healing from that. Wow. This is a tender conversation. We're going to take a short, short break because we need to. <laughs> <laughs> But we're going to return back with our guests, Roger and Mary Carls, who are part of the Veterans Hope and Healing and Peace retreat here at the Abbey. So, We'll be right back after this break. Stay with us. Thank you. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision specializes in pediatric eye care and vision therapy. We partner with a national infant eye exam program called Infant C, which provides eye exams for any baby under 12 months old. Many of the major childhood eye problems, such as lazy eyes, eye turns, and ocular diseases, can be detected in this early intervention exam. Infant C eye exams can be scheduled online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud supporter of babies everywhere and a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. How can you know for sure that your loved one is in heaven? Well, the short answer is you can't. I'm Father Chris Alar, but you can have confident hope that they are saved because no matter when or how they died, even by suicide, you can pray and make sacrifices now to still help them accept God's final offer of grace. Jesus told St. Faustina, Call upon my mercy on behalf of sinners. I desire their salvation. When you pray with faith on behalf of some sinner, I will give him the grace of conversion. Wow, if you desire heaven for someone, God desires it even more. 
So do your part to help them get there. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. Uh, Deacon, I'm sitting here and I wasn't even sure if I'd be able to take us back from break because I'm tearing up yeah. just the conversation we were having over the break. <laughs> but somebody, I think Connor said he's not a very tearful guy, but I'm like, oh, I am. It always gets in my <laughs> way. But we're talking today with these wonderful guests, Mary and Roger Carls, who are local farmers, um, lifelong farmers. But Roger has a unique story in that he served in the Vietnam War during the Tet Offensive back in 1968. So we um, on Vietnam soil for about, did you say 12 months? Yes. And you know what? That's affected him. And it's affected him in some very good ways. But it's affected him in some really challenging ways and trying to make sense of it and trying to come to terms with it. And he's found help through a retreat that he's attended. And actually, I'll be quick to say he's a part of now um, the Vietnam Veterans, or no, excuse me, the Veterans Hope and Healing Peace Retreat. It was for Vietnam veterans the first time. But now you veterans have decided to open it up to any veteran and their family member, right? Yes. So describe that process. Who is who are we talking to? Who are we inviting this morning, Roger and Mary? All veterans of all wars, conflicts. Um, hopefully, their wives, um, their children, their siblings, to help understand the vet, the moods we get in. Uh, how how to help yourself to get out, how your loved one has to put up with you in, in those times to understand you. Uh, I, I belonged to the Legion for 50 years, but that was definitely not a place of healing. I, I, I kept a few beers, but I, I, I never lived in there, but Walking in this abbey is is a place for healing versus versus a bar of any kind. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely want to get that across. Uh, if you are a, a bar person, alcoholic person, come up here and learn a new way. Uh, continue your old way, but yeah. try to try to find peace. I don't know where else you can get it. So, Mary, as a wife. Of a veteran, uh, and you guys were married shortly after your return. How long ago um, was it? Within the year, or two years? 
Um, we were married in 1970, so he came home in May of 69. Yeah. And then we were married in April of 1970, so. Yeah. But we knew each other when he was over there and had been dating and so forth, so. Um, we dated through letters. <laughs> through letters, yes. But starting a life together, a married life together, a sacramental life together, when this is part of it, cannot be ignored, right? And you've had challenges throughout this this 50-year blessing. Well, much of it was unknown to me. I mean, he didn't talk about it at first. No. Um, so you don't just ask about it either and pry it's they've got to know when they can open up and share it so so it wasn't till later in life and like i say with the the va therapy is when we really got down <laughs> to for me learning what he was dealing with a lot of our life and and i felt bad that i didn't know it yeah but, but. You, you're knowing it now and right. learning it now and walking with him now. I've always admired you as a couple. I've not voiced that, but I've always admired you as a couple at Mass and your devotion toward each other, that silent, that silent love and presence that you have. I want... Teresa asked a question. I don't know. I think it might have been off air, but how do people come here? Are they going to just like... They just can't wait to come? Is That's not really the folks that are coming to retreats. There's usually a sense of, uh, I don't know if I should do this, some anxiety, some, I don't know. But what would you say to folks that are out there, Roger, that are going, yeah, I'm on the fence about this. It Come. It, it's it's not like basic training. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can leave anytime you want. You don't have to talk. Sit and listen. Relax. The food is great. The food atmosphere is great. is great. The people are all great. Uh, if you're looking for something, here's the place to find it. Yeah. And I guess we should get into the, the nuts and bolts of when the, the Veterans Hope and Healing and Peace Retreat is. It will start um, for participants Saturday morning. Registration starts about 8 o'clock, runs till about 8.30. Saturday morning. This Saturday? No, I'm sorry. February the 5th. Thank you for asking. February the 5th. So you got a couple of weeks to pack your bags. Um, it involves a full day Saturday and then an overnight, and then it goes till noon on Sunday. Noon on Sunday. Now, I know what we're speaking to a whole Catholic audience here, but this is an ecumenical retreat. In fact, part of the committee folks... There may be a majority of Protestants, I don't know, it'd be pretty close, um, that are a part of this as well. So th there'll be Catholic influences, for sure, Paschal Mystery Talks and Metanoia. Um, we go into sacred scripture and how that plays a part in, in what we're doing. We'll go through the stations of the cross. And, mm. and our Protestant brothers and sisters are like, wow, I've never seen this reverence towards the stations and things like that. We conclude Saturday, which is a kind of introspective looking day, with the opportunity to do what, Mary? 
On Saturday? On Saturday night, yeah. Remember, we, we have the opportunity to bring in a priest or two for... Oh, for reconciliation? Yeah. Wow. And the opportunity for non-Catholics to come and, and speak to somebody um, and, and unburden some of this, this stuff. Mm. And then the next day, then, there's an ecumenical prayer service. There's uplifting talks. We've got some great speakers, one of which you guys have been able to line up, which is, I think should be very, very profound. A young woman who actually, her parents were refugees coming out of, coming out of Vietnam. They, they fled the country. And because of your involvement, they were able to flee the country. She was actually born on the way out. So she was born in 1980. I think she's 41 years old, and she's going to come and speak to him. She's written a, um, a short synopsis of this and thanking these. And it just speaks to people's hearts to say, hey, I've, I've, I'm experiencing life as a, a free American citizen now because of what you, you guys did. But February 5th to the 6th, starts at 8 a.m., runs to about noon the next day. It's a free will offering. Um, typically, it's about $150 for folks, but we have what available? Lots of scholarships. scholarships. Yeah, scholarships. So nobody's going to be turned back because of, of, um, of a, a financial issue. There's so many people that That's are just awesome. generous. Do you need to register for this? You, yes. we, we ask folks to do that because we want to have an idea about how many heads and how For much sure. food and whatnot that um, folks will be encountering. But uh, yeah, so the way they can do that is simply just visit abbeyofthehills.org online or um, you can email events at abbeyofthehills.org or if you want to call the Abbey, the Abbey's phone number is pretty simple. We're here in South Dakota, so it always starts off with 605. And it's 398-9200, 398-9200 to get on board and come and join us. Um, maybe if you guys would just stay around for a little bit more. I know I only twisted your arms to stay for this one <laughs> segment, but I'd like to ask you maybe one or two questions before you leave. Can you guys do that? Yes. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will be back with more on the Veteran Hope and healing and peace retreat coming up at Abbey of the Hills. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? 
Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. And I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. We're just honored to have with us today. We're honored to have you guys with us listening. And, and our dear listeners, thank you for joining us. And we're kind of putting a bow around a conversation that we're having with our guests, our in-studio guests, Mary and Roger Carls, who are from about a half an hour away here they're they're farmers but they participated um they've participated in what was the first veterans hope healing and peace retreat and roger that first retreat was open to what type of veterans just the vietnam veterans yeah how many people were a part of that whole retreat would you say there were probably a dozen veterans their spouses plus the staff and then there's a team of about another dozen people or so maybe 15 so i'd say around 25 people ish and we're hoping to have that and maybe then some but the veterans it's it's veterans serving veterans in this retreat Hmm. it's christ serving us all but the veterans themselves decided when we started planning for the second one after covid and whatnot you guys decided what, as far as who to invite for the second one? To open it up to all veterans of all conflicts, all wars. And why was that, Mary? Why was that decision, do you think, made? Because in just um, talking with some of these younger ones that have been to Iraq, Afghanistan, and so forth, they definitely have had the same experiences with combat and what they're dealing with as a result of that their experiences and um, they need they need that help and peace too so and as far as families um, we were given a book called tears of a warrior at that last retreat and reading that book was I mean, I highlighted most of the book because that much came out that you were, that was you. I mean, mm-hmm. that was your life, what was happening to you. So yeah. it was an awesome, awesome book, and we're going to have those again available to give. And from that, we've shared that book with all of his sisters. Many of them did not know what he all went through, how deep how deep it was for him and and the fact that he's wanting to share that now so that's what's been healing 
Yeah, that's beautiful. And the retreat is 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 just to share the love of God, um, in the relationship that God's meant in our lives, and everyone has a different kind of story to share with that. And it's not by coincidence that you're sitting by the people maybe at your table or you hear a particular thing from a speaker that just goes right to your heart. It's it's not Catholic in nature. I might have mentioned this earlier before the break. I can't remember. But it's it's Christian in in its in its in its base and we're welcoming groups of all faiths to experience the love of Jesus Christ, the love of God. And, um, and yet, there are Catholic elements that come through lots of the different talks and lots of um, um, the activities that we go through from, for example, the conclusion of the first day. We have the opportunity to go to reconciliation, right? The Sacrament of Reconciliation. Yes. And that's pretty powerful. And then you mentioned the Stations of the Cross, and I thought that was pretty fascinating because you know it's a Catholic devotion, but all Christians share in the passion of Christ. So it's kind of cool to bring it to the forefront. It is, and like to see some some non-Christian, maybe Baptist people playing music, mm-hmm. reflective music as mm-hmm. we're going through, and everybody's reading an individual like this. This veteran and his spouse might read the first station, and. And then another person, and, and it's just, a, I've had several people say that was one of the most powerful parts of the weekend. Wow. But, um, yeah, it's open to all these different men and women, um, family members, veterans, their spouses. Again, it's Saturday, February the 5th, start at 8 o'clock, and we conclude February the 6th at noon with a, with a, with a, a lunch. So... Any last things that you'd like to say, Roger and Mary Carls? Um, it, it's based off of, it, it's in an abbey, but if you're not a Christian, come. Find some healing, find some peace, share it with your loved ones. Yeah. It is a definitely a place to rediscover peace, like your saying goes. It's, it's an awesome place. When he was going to therapy, you were taught that um, when you get flooding experiences coming back to you, think of a safe place. And his safe place was the abbey, mm-hmm. the chapel. Wow. So That's pretty beautiful. Well, thank you for being with us this morning. I, I, told, I told both Roger and Mary, I said, come on and, and help get the word out about this. And they're like, we don't do radio. <laughs> and I said, that'll be the most heartfelt. Because I think people, I hope you can agree with me, our dear listeners, that they're not polished radio types and what have you. But they're speaking from their hearts about something that's really touched their hearts. And in, I, th- I hope, I know Christ is speaking through them to invite you folks to come and experience that same peace. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Such an honor to meet you. Thank You're you. welcome and thank you. Thank you.